Welcome back to the Hire Hacker Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan, hiring guru. And today we're going to introduce the concept of a flywheel um, and, and how flywheels matter in recruiting, more specifically how why they matter and how to think through them when it comes to driving your sourcing of of applicants beyond just job boards. So stick around, we're gonna dig into the concept of flywheels, why they matter, and also outline some of the different flywheels to use throughout the recruiting process, once again, specifically focused on sourcing today. Everybody is struggling with generating enough qualified candidates for their jobs right now. And and if you ever feel like you're struggling to get applicants and that it's out of your control, like the only thing you can do to increase flow is to throw money at it and maybe that isn't even working, most likely it's because your organization is too reliant on just one single source or one primary source for applicants, that being job boards. And, and again, nothing against job boards. They provide an amazing service for generating applicants for your jobs. But if you haven't built out other sources and found some way to balance all of the different potential sources out there, then you are in for a world of hurt as things get more competitive. What I'm specifically referring to is finding a way to generate and build an engine for sourcing applicants in what I call power sources. Uh, a power source um, is a way to generate applicants that focus on engaging people who have the highest potential to be hired. These sources are about quality, while job boards a lot of times are about quantity. The problem is these sources are a little bit tricky to get going correctly. They, they don't act the same way as job boards, but once you get them going, once you get a, a solid process in place and a solid approach in place and you get it kind of inertia built up and momentum built up, the inertia of that momentum will keep paying benefits from these sources into the future and it will become an asset for your organization if you think about the different ways to view this, job boards, they, they work like a funnel, specifically that you throw stuff in the top, it filters down through and something comes out the bottom. A funnel is something that you have to keep feeding the top in order to, to keep this going. The downside of, of a funnel is that it doesn't build on itself. You just have to keep dumping stuff in the top of the funnel. At some point, you just simply have nothing else to dump in the top, or your only option is to spend money to increase that thing. This is one of the challenges that we see with job boards is that if you've got a solid Indeed strategy running and, and ZipRecruiter strategy in Facebook, there's really no additional job boards to go out there and find that actually produce enough um, uh, enough activity to matter. We just have ran out of job boards. And, and you can do things to maximize the flow through that funnel and, and to expand as much as possible inside of, say, Indeed and Zip and that. But at some point, you reach its maximum. It's, it's uh, in the, the world of business, we call it the law of diminishing returns. You reach the point where there's just nothing else you can squeeze out of that funnel. And at that point, you're left searching for some other way to source. That's where power sources come in. 
Power sources act more like a flywheel. It takes a lot of effort to get this big, heavy wheel spinning. But once it's spinning and spinning in the right way, then it starts to pay back in benefits that. So let's talk about what a flywheel is. The flywheel concept has been around forever. One of the biggest sources of this knowledge comes from uh, Jim Collins and Good to Great. He actually has an entire book dedicated to the flywheel principle. HubSpot on the marketing side of things has been pushing really hard on the marketing flywheel and the acquisition flywheel. And since hiring is just marketing, we pull that knowledge and adjust it to use in the hiring and specifically the sourcing world. In uh, a flywheel is basically a business process that instead of it being a linear process from beginning to end, it wraps around at the end and becomes a self-reinforcing loop. Meaning that at the end of the process, it, it feeds the beginning of it again to continually deliver results. And when you can find or build a process that loops around and kind of feeds itself, you've created something that once it gets going can create an amazing amount of value for your organization. One of the easiest ways to think about this would be something like, uh, we call it a virtuous cycle, where uh, uh, going out and, and teaching the world about, say, like recruiting, then gets people to end up buying our recruiting software. And as they become successful at recruiting, they refer friends and people to us to learn more about what we have to offer. And that is a, a virtuous cycle that, that we have used to build up our business. Well, from, from a recruiting angle, that same thing happens, right? If you set up a flywheel where you attract awesome people and you bring them in and help them to become successful at their job and you expand and grow those individuals, they will then refer their friends to your company and that spins that cycle around again. So how does this work? Well, step one, you've got to figure out what the flywheel looks like. You need to then set it up and get it to start spinning, which takes a lot of effort. Once it gets to the point that it spins, you basically are left with two core functions. Number one, adding fuel, making it spin faster. And number two, reducing friction, making sure there's nothing that's causing drag on it. There are a handful of common mistakes or challenges though. Number one is not setting it up, not viewing it as a flywheel and realizing what the different parts of that flywheel are and putting in the initial effort to get it running. One of the other common mistakes, allowing one side to flatten, right? Like paying too much attention to all the other sides. Think about this like what happens when you get a flat tire, right? While the rest of it's round, if one side's flat, it makes it a really, really bumpy ride and therefore it can't get up to speed. Another problem or mistake, ignoring it, right? Not showing it enough attention, not being consistent with applying Again, pressure, applying fuel and reducing friction. And the final one, not evolving it. Just assuming that just because it's there and running that the world around you, the economic conditions, your competitors, that you can just kind of forget about it. So I've mapped out a, a handful of different recruiting-based flywheels that you can use, pull into your organization, set up and start using. Again, there is a set process for using these flywheels. Understand what it is, set it up, 
give the give enough effort to get it to start spinning and then your three-step process of keeping it spinning add more fuel reduce friction and evolve based on changes in the world around you so the very first flywheel is the actual overall virtual recruiting virtual cycle virtuous cycle oops sorry i'm just tripping on my words today the recruiting virtuous flywheel this has five main parts and with each of these parts i'm going to give you one or more questions you can ask that will help you understand what type of fuel is out there or what type of friction do we need to reduce so the five steps the first one is identify this step is by asking yourself this question who do we want to clone for a given position and what makes this an upgrade for them when you answer those two questions it will help you identify great people who would fit the job who will view this job as an upgrade and help you understand what it is about the job that makes it an upgrade step two in the flywheel is attract where can we find them how can we get them excited about this opportunity how do we make it easy for them to express initial interest and and get into the actual kind of recruiting process number three is select now that we have a bunch of people who are expressing interest how do we get to the top people as quick as possible and how do we get those people narrowed down and pick the best one that has the most chance of being successful the fourth step is success how do we quickly take a new person in a job and get them to the point where they can be successful at the job they were hired for right what is that you might call it onboarding but it's not just new hire paperwork it's how do we get them trained how do we get the knowledge they need how do we get the processes in place that they can run and how do we get them from in the job to being the successful person at doing the job that they need to be and the final one is how do we grow these people right how do we help them grow so that they can advance in their careers whether it's up the career ladder whether it's over into another area in our company or even where it's out where they decide that they advance and want to move on to a different company how do we abundantly grow these individuals without pigeonholing them without holding them back both in ways that help our organization but also and help this individual to grow that last part the growth part is what really connects back over to the next to the next flywheel to make it virtuous when we care about the growth of that individual whether it helps our company or not is what really spins that recruiting virtuous cycle forward the next flywheel is the sourcing flywheel this is where we narrow down our focus on just how do we find and attract and engage the best talent that our company needs to feed its engine right it comes down once again five core things targeting who are we trying to attract who are we trying to clone number two distribution where are those people hanging out right number three optimization how do we increase engagement and decrease friction in those those sources that we're targeting number four is expansion once we get a source working how do we expand the amount of value we're pulling from it the amount of people this usually has to do with with spending more money or using better keywords or using them in the right way or understanding that source effectively so that we get the most from it and then finally iteration 
Could we do something to target a different crowd using that same source? Can we do something to expand into other sources, etc.? Now, inside of the sourcing world, we break sourcing into a, a core kind of four types of sources. Job boards, fans and followers, direct interest. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Direct interest and employee referrals. Each of these source categories has its own independent flywheel that it runs. And we've covered these, some of these already and some of these in the future, but there are four distinct sourcing categories that each has its own flywheel. And these are just the core, what I call inbound sources. This doesn't count outbound sources that a normal like headhunter or recruiter would use when you start actually going outbound like through LinkedIn or something. We have job boards, which we've already covered, the five core parts of the job board flywheel. Distribution is our job on the job boards. Visibility, does my target job seeker find it when they search? Clickability, when my target job seeker finds my listing, do they want to click to learn more? Engagement, does my ad make them excited about the job enough that they actually do want to apply? And convertibility, what can I do to get them, get the qualified ones to actually become completed applicants in my process. That is the, the five-step flywheel for job boards. But once again, that usually looks a little bit more like a funnel. It doesn't always feed itself. And so that one is kind of the outlier that's a funnel. But when we jump over to say fans and followers, that one becomes more of a flywheel. This first step, identify where are my people hanging out online? What groups are they in? Who are they following? Right? Listen, go in there and say, what are they saying? Engage. How can I help the people in these groups with the problems or to solve the problems that they have? Share and post. What do I say to start a conversation about my specific job opening? And then answer. What questions do they have about my opening that I can answer to help them progress into becoming applicants? Right? And that is the, the uh, a flywheel for using different fans and followers, different followings out there on the internet, specifically Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups to recruit from. Next up is direct interest, right? Direct interest are people who are actually interested in my company, regardless of whether they're actually wanting to apply for a job or not quite yet. And there is a flywheel around the direct interest world, right? Target, who are we targeting? Where are they at? The attention, how do we get their attention to focus from the company onto working for us? Engage, how do we make what we have to offer engaging and exciting? A lot of times we're making the, the opportunity of working for a company, not the specific job. Call to action, how do we move them from their interest in our company into actually acting and engaging on an individual job, right? One opportunity and then conversion. How do we convert those people into actively being considered for a job? And that direct interest spins around. It takes people who know, like, trust us as a company and moves them through the, the cycle of them identifying a, a specific job they might be interested in and then getting them excited and into the hiring process, screening and selection process for that individual job. And then clearly, if we hire them, they become whatever, they become an employee. And if we don't, 
we might help them find a different job that they are a fit for at our organization, and we spin that thing around again. And the final, most powerful sourcing flywheel of all, employee referrals. Right? Employee referrals are the pinnacle of power sourcing, both from the highest level of when we uh, know who we're after, when we attract them to the job, when we pick them and get them successful, when we help them grow on their career, they should start referring employees to us even as they leave and move on to another company. And even when they work for another company in the future, when you have mastered the, the recruiting virtuous cycle, you will get referrals from even ex-employees. But the actual flywheel for setting up an employee referral program at your company has to do with six core steps. How important, how can we help our entire team know this is a focus and that it's vital to our organization? Contest and focus, how, what can we do this month to make this exciting and keep it top of mind? Drip. What is our drumbeat for letting our team know what jobs we're hiring for and which ones we want them to focus on? Sharing, how do we make sure that it's easy for them to share those jobs out there? Scoreboard or feedback, how do we let people know what's working well and, and kind of keep top of mind of who's, who's doing well at this? And then finally, credit. How can we make sure that we are publicly giving people credit for their referral? We will drill deep into each of these flywheels in separate pieces of content or separate blog posts or separate podcasts. But I just want to, at a high level, kind of run through these different flywheels just to give you a little taste of what each one of them is. If I was you as the person who's over hiring for your organization, I would spend time looking at each one prioritize which ones you want to set up, and then drill into each one. And once again, the goal of a flywheel is to take and allocate the time and resources necessary to understand it, to get it set up, to get it spinning, and then to ensure that it stays spinning for our organization by making sure that it stays balanced, number one, that we add fuel at each step to keep it going, that we reduce friction and that we make sure that we continually review it and evolve it in, in order to make sure it stays relevant based off of the changing world that's out there. So thanks so much for listening today. I hope that you're excited to take each of these flywheels and build them, set them up, and ensure that they stay going for your organization. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the 90 Days of Sourcing uh, podcast, mini-series, whatever you want to call it. Super excited for you to be along this ride and along this journey with us. Um, as you are, are listening to this, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and, and watch for new episodes coming out in your email or from the podcast system or, or however you consume our content. Um, I would love, love, love to hear any questions, comments, concerns, feedback you have about today's podcast or any episode, to be honest, of any piece of content, whatever it is, or even to hear your specific challenges and pains you're struggling with sourcing. So if you want to give me some feedback, shoot me an email to ryankohler at applicantpro.com. That's Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Kohler, like the faucet, K-O-H-L-E-R, at applicantpro.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, good luck hiring.
Wow.